0: On today's special episode, we're going to dive deep into the trade talks and see where players will land before the deadline. Also, we're probably going to talk about the end game trailer. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is George and... Ah, I screwed up. No.
1: No, we're keeping that. We're keeping that. (laughs)
0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and apparently not good night, not good English for me. My name is CJ.
1: And my name is Post Charbonne. And um that was that was the opening. That was probably the that best was, opening that we've was, ever had. Yeah, episode 14. That was pure professionalism. Pure professionalism right there. You know what? No, that was good.
0: I tried so hard. I was like, I said, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna botch it, and I'm just gonna botch it hard. And then we'll record. But apparently, Mr. Poshar Moon here wants me to keep that. So we're going to keep it. No. We're going to keep it.
1: This, this is a real and raw podcast. You know, <laughs> real and raw. Real just and no raw, swearing.
0: but then puts. Puts the intro in between post production, you know. No
1: post production, yeah. That's what we'll probably do. You'll probably just like grab an intro from like an older episode. It'll have no relevant information to the current episode, <laughs> but you'll put it anyway. Like oh, whatever, whatever. No, I like that because like the way you read it, like it was, it was like it was a really sexy C J tone. Like it was really like it's like really deep. I'm like, oh man, this guy, he's trying to put the moves on me with his basketball. Talk. Okay, was, okay, chill, so, chill, oh, chill. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry that accidentally played. I don't know why my phone. This is just a very technically broken uh episode uh, there is in basketball. My phone just started playing. I ha- I don't even have it on my on my hand right now. It just started playing a YouTube video. Oh, still
1: more interest yeah, still more interesting than the Super Bowl so far. LeBron oh! James is- LeBron James is officially bored by the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why? Did he say something online?
1: He t- he tweeted he's saying like Yo man where's Woj, where's Shams where's what? everyone give us some news give us some NBA news something like this is not it's not good right now it is um Patriots 10-3 um they have a first down uh, no it's second and 7 uh New England 41 uh 2:42 left so they just need to get if they get another couple first downs this is buried the game bro very interesting. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we are here to talk about the NBA, and man, it has been a hectic week, hasn't it? It, has been. It's
0: been it
1: always heats. It always heats up when this trade deadline comes by. Um, you know what? Oh wait, hold up. How's your week? Uh, I heard you had a busy week. Yeah, you good?
0: yeah, busy, busy week, man. It's just midterm after midterm, paper after paper. I'm just honestly after after this recording, I'm probably gonna try to get my life together schedule wise and then yeah get not get some sleep rather try to fall asleep while reading a, a good book so that's the plan so uh, how about you how, how's your week been
1: uh, not bad i have a couple of essays coming up um Got the drafts done, just got to refine them. Um, I'm very iffy on essays. Like, you know, I'm a science student, English is not my forte. Um, certainly not your forte either. Um, but yeah, uh, moving, on, <laughs> moving on from that. Um, yeah, so I just got those in mind, just regular school stuff and other stuff coming up too. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, getting in there, keeping the year going, still rolling well. And yeah, just keep it going, right?
0: right. Um, but yeah,
1: Yeah, um, right. hopefully, you know, glad to hear sounds like your is your rough patch over at least or is or is it going to be consistent sort of
0: oh i think it's going to be consistent because i got another midterm and another midterm and but then the reading week is coming up in two weeks i kind of mm-hmm. get some time to relax i'm going to pick up some boxing because my friend um my friend um invited me to a boxing meet during reading week and it's like a oh. 10, day, 10 day free trial at this Boxing camp type of thing, and he he told me to come by, you know, pick up a class here and there. There's also some Brazilian jujitsu jitsu which I wanna try, so I think that's it, nice. just for that ten nice. day ten day period. Otherwise, everything is beautiful.
1: Okay, good. Um, I know you've been keeping the weight, uh, you know, listeners waiting for this, but how's the six pack coming along? Is it oh, there? Oh
0: man, honestly, so the first week, it went through. Like I did all the workouts. Yeah. But dude, like get I, I've come to realize, man, that I'm I'm I, I was able to talk to another coach of mine. Um he's not just like my he's not just my co he's not just sorry, he's not actually my coach coach. He's more of like a mentor, like a, a church mentor. Uh, mm-hmm. he's uh he's a personal he's a pastor of mine and he he also coaches uh students. So when he told me like, okay, um you're gonna go into like, okay, for, for a lot of people, a lot of people don't know, I'm joining the military. Um, so he said, like, I'm going to give you this quick little program where you're just doing the most basic rudimentary movements, but you're still getting really strong and you're keeping the mm-hmm. weight off. So I showed him my program and he said, dude, this is a bodybuilding program. This is, yeah. if you want to look pretty, sure, but like you probably won't have like the sheer strength that you want to keep and everything. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So he gave me a couple of things to do, and I might switch into that also, also because it's super simple, and it kind of it kind of yeah. um, works well with my schedule. With the current program that I picked up, which I'll probably do sometime down the line, uh, mm-hmm. I, I've decided to, to let it go because schedule-wise, it's just you need to be at least two hours in the gym, and I don't have two hours in the gym every day or every... I think it's like five out of the seven days. I don't have mm-hmm. two hours in the gym because I'm in cl- like I have morning classes, right? So, mm-hmm. um, also it's very um, I wouldn't say time consuming. It's just very difficult because you do have to prepare your meal. What I decided to do was to be more lenient on my eating. I I know what I'm eating. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting food from home instead of buying out like that's the only yeah. thing that's a big like, thing yeah, that's a big that's thing that's a big thing I'm not measuring my calories which is kind of like the downside to it because I really don't have the time to do it yeah um, otherwise like it's I'm I, my, my goal my goals have shifted again it's uh, it'll it'll come to a point where I might get some kind of abs but at this point I'm really just yeah. I want to be a strong guy who's gonna go into the military being able to pull up his weight five or sorry Pull, do pull-ups my goal is 30 pull-ups straight that's a good goal yeah and my goal is 50 like a 50 50 push-ups um f- six times in a row so yeah. 50 yeah. times six is
1: what 300? 300 300 yeah, 300
0: wow in, in 10 minutes that's the goal
1: like so going for the idea of like that strength because to be honest um being a bodybuilder like that a pro bodybuilder that's basically full-time work it is. that is full-time it is. work it's like you you have to dedicate so much time um and you know if you're a guy like kind of like me um i you go to the gym more than me but i go basically like three times a week mm-hmm. and um on occasion when the week gets kind of hectic maybe i'll drop one of those days
0: exactly, exactly
1: um yeah but it's just the same idea it's like i go there i try to you know get my full body get all that strength and you know it does make a difference you know feel a bit healthier too Oh yeah, um sure. but like oh you know you're not gonna get that Zac Efron body or something yeah, like no. that. I, I don't want to like Zac Efron.
0: I want to look like freaking Chris Evans, but not not, Evans. not just the looks. I want to be able to, uh, what's it called? G- ha- g- uh, grab Thanos' arm while he tries to punch me. Exactly, right? You, you need
1: some you need some super superman serum or whatever uh, Chris Evans was in Jackson, super soldier
0: steroids basically. Steroids. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, nah. we're not about that life.
1: Uh- <laughs> no, we naughty, naughty, uh, we naughty. Natty. Natty. Okay. Now um speaking of naughty, watch me naturally transition to basketball. Ooh. And now, ooh, ooh, don't you love my transitions? Just Always
0: mad.
1: baby. Man, oh damn. Okay. So, uh, trade deadline Cooking up, heating up, things are getting on fire. Um, it has been a hectic week, it in happened. my opinion. Uh just like bang, news, news, news coming in. Um, log, log crazy stuff. So we're gonna cover like basically the marquee stuff. There's been other small stuff, but whatever. Um, and we're gonna talk about the wraps a bit. So um big trade. So we're looking at this. Nick's Mavs trade. Um I'm just going to get like the official information right here, um, Mavs trade, because the big trade um, people in this uh, certain trade right now um, is obviously Christoph Porzingis going to the Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the official trade. So, uh, so... <sighs> okay. Are you kidding me? Just give me the information of yeah. who was it in the trade. Should have got Show this prepared. The I think it was... I know DSJ was in there. Yeah. Okay. So
0: Derek Smith, Derek. Yeah. Derek Smith Jr. Yeah. Uh, Derek Smith Jr. Luke, uh, Luka Doncic, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, okay. I,
1: I, I got it right here. So new, um, so New York will basically bring back Dennis Smith Jr. Clear a bunch of salary in the deal, uh, receive the expiring contracts of DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, mm. um, And the Knicks get two future first-round picks from the Mavs. No year information on this. And in return, they send Tim Hardaway Jr., who is basically going to get bought out. Um, Courtney Lee, again, just matching salary to the Mavericks. So, big thing is Christoph Porzingis going to the Mavericks. Yeah. Um, Go. I want to hear both sides of this. Is this a good deal? Um, Why did each team kind of do this? Let's talk.
0: Um. Honestly, it was a big chess move for the Knicks man. It's not even it's not even that they're going to start tanking for Zion. It's a matter of actually building a really solid team next season. Uh, that's how mm-hmm. I see it. That's that's really yeah. how I, I the way I see it is that they're going to so in in short term, in short term, the Mavs won this. For sure. Yeah. By by short term, I mean in the next 2 to 3 years.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? The Mavs mm-hmm. won
0: this trade hmm mm-hmm. But the long term, I genuinely see the Knicks winning championship a championship in the next five years. The Mav's not a chance.
1: You heard it here first.
0: Honestly. Like definitely after what, what Ennis Cant Cantor said recently about mm-hmm. oh we're play um the Knicks are planning to, to sign someone. That's a big deal. You know why? Because they're they're one of the top players right now in the in, in the East that is that could potentially pick up. Um, Zion Williamson This coming um, Draft uh, Draft day So mm-hmm. It's a pretty big deal To see uh, Them starting to Build A very Primitive team So they get Dennis Smith Jr Which will probably Play um, Shooting guard Right And they'll get DeAndre yeah. Jordan Who will definitely Play center So the way I see it It's gonna be DeAndre Jordan Playing center Alongside Zion If they get Zion And uh, alongside have. Zion and who could they potentially pick up this upcoming free agency uh Kyrie um, Irving, uh yeah. Kevin Durant, uh maybe mm-hmm. even Kawhi Leonard. It's not yeah. impossible, ladies and gentlemen. And I genuinely think that the Knicks are playing the long game here versus the Mavericks which you know, they in 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 retrospect, you get to pick up Kristaps Porzingis and when he becomes healthy, which I think will be next season from what I understand. Um they're gonna have a solid team. Are they gonna have a great team? Uh, a playoff contender team for sure. Are they gonna have a mm-hmm. championship contender team?
1: Not a chance. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Not yet. Um. Yeah. No. Um. That's. Well, here's the thing. The thing with DeAndre Jordan. Um. His contract expiring this year. Yeah. Um. To be honest, again, it's the whole idea of getting those expiring contracts, like Wesley Matthews, as well, too. Because yeah, 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 essentially, yeah. like what you were going on about there is um what you're going on there is like cuz like we're looking at this way um their contracts to clear and they're going to have by far the highest cap space in the NBA um, 73 million which is which is massive and that's a same. lot of money to work oh, with yeah. Oh, yeah. they could essentially sign like two max contract players with that and probably get in fits for like a lot of other players as well too cool. um and you know in in that case it could be smart cuz here's the thing if you If you know, like, we're guaranteed Kevin Durant next year, we'll have the money to sign someone else to go with him. And um, according to Kyrie Irving, it appears that he owes, I'm quoting here, uh, he owes, he doesn't owe anyone shit. Um, So, you know, indicating that I don't owe the Boston Celtics, even though he did say at the season starting that he will stay. uh, But it seems things kind of change, which is very interesting. Um, In terms of win, I kind of agree with you. I, I'm not surprised. I, I proudly kind of predicted that the I, and I'm proud of this because usually I'm so wrong when it comes to like uh, fo- uh sorry um basketball um in terms of trades like this, but like the Mavs wanted like do a quick rebuild and they grabbed Christoph Porzingis because he was available. Yeah. Um yeah. and they grabbed them. Um and there you go. Christoph Porzingis. Um he's he's an interesting thing. He's an interesting player. Injury concerns, definitely. Definite injury concerns. Um, but he has the talent. He's got that ceiling. Um, he could be great pairing with Luka Doncic. And the thing is, the Daleks Mavericks, um, and I was reading this, they have the best medical center um, in any NBA team. So if there's any team that can take care of him, uh, it will be this team, basically. Um, so in terms of that, Mavs got what they wanted. They want a quick turnaround. They bring in um, him next season, put him next Luka probably squeeze into a low playoff spot in my opinion just because like you know they're a smart organization mm-hmm. and the next they get that cap room they need they get two picks um which probably won't be super stellar but again it's just acquiring talent and they're tanking this year they're going to get a nice high pick in a really nice draft because you have barrett you have uh, zion Williamson, you got reddish there's a lot of Good players in this draft right now and to be honest keeping porzingis was seems like kind of a risk because what's going to go on with porzingis if this injury kind of like you know ruins his career sort of and he becomes a problem you kind of got out of that early in my opinion right um but you know in the end i honestly like i foresaw this i'm like oh god that's such a bad trade but i'm like you know what the mavs gave up quite a bit for this trade um in my end i thought you know, this is fine with the Knicks. This is, I, I was having like, you know, the Knicks, they're doing the smart move because we're like, we need a refresher. We need to refresh this team, young talent, and we're making up max money. And if we get a big free agent, why not? Right? Why not? Mm-hmm. For- really interesting trade. Really interesting trade.
0: Really interesting. I, I genuinely think, though, that with, with that, Porzingis is looking at it long term with, with the Mavs. Man, it's...
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Cause, cause the way oh man, cause you you look at you look at the I guess the European duo that you, that we, we wanna we wanna look at it this way. Um, where else can Porzingis fit? Like genuinely, like other than the Knicks, like even the Knicks wasn't a good fit for him. If I'm being honest with you. Um, yeah,
1: well, a stretch power forward, basically. Let's just say a young Dirk Nowitzki sort of type player. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. For he sure.
0: Could,
1: no. No. He, he. He. could. He could fit in a lot of places. But I felt the Mavs just were the special people that liked them. Um. And they just. They, they just jump for him really. But uh, he's a talented player. But you know the, there are those injury risks, right? Because he has. He's. He's been out for. It's been two seasons, hasn't it? it's been, He's been. For...
0: No. He. He. He's been out since. The second half of last season, I think
1: second half of last season so he's gonna be out this whole year that's according to what the Mavs say mm. so it's a year and a half that's yeah. that's a long time that's a long time um yeah, so I, I don't know. I'll see. It's a bit of a risky move by the Mavs, but uh, I think this. Th- their hope is this pays off and you basically have two young European are super skilled, that are you think are going to propel you in the future. And, um, you know, why not? Because th- these guys are going to be developing and eventually that Warriors team is going to break up. LeBron's going to get out of the league. And uh, who's going to take that crown? Who's going to be the leader? And the Mavs saying like three, four years down the line, we're going to be the top team in the West, basically. And that's the idea.
0: No, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. anything else you want to add to this? Cause oh, I wanted to talk about this. DeAndre Jordan's free throw percentage. Yeah. Man, so so for for our listeners, I'm sure all of our basketball listeners know this. DeAndre's percent field goal, or sorry, not field goal, free throw percentage was a mere forty six percent last season. I think.
1: Mm, um, he and, was he was one of the worst. He
0: was ass. Oh my gosh. Exactly <laughs> Honestly. No, for like so so after, after well not after the trade but when he moved to to the Mavericks, um, what happened is that he switched out his like shoot I wouldn't call it shooting free throw form or whatever he just had a really interesting, um, I guess tradition I don't know what you call it it's not a tradition,
1: um it's of like a little. Routine. routine exactly okay, routine, yeah
0: routine, routine that's the term so last season um his average yeah his average was okay so 46 so, yeah 46 oh, sorry, sorry. So, so career for, was, that's his
1: career that's his yeah, career yeah
0: that's career but that's that's really bad for uh, for that's his, awful that's awful yeah so then he went up from 46% to 68% that's a significant change that's better than mm-hmm. better than most centers if i'm being honest with you um, Yeah. so being able to to see that significant change now he's switching teams so the way the way his routine goes is it would he would ask the two guys inside the paint while taking a free throw whoever that may be he'll ask who you got yeah and yeah and he'll be like oh I got this and then he takes the free throw so that takes a lot of chemistry you can't just be all like because mm-hmm. there's a psych, there's a psychological aspect to that, right? There's like DeAndre Jordan practices with his teammates, and this is what made him feel comfortable. Now, either he's gonna change up his routine this um, for 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 the Knicks, or he's yeah. going to um, keep it, and he might not shoot that well in the next couple of games or something. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Um. So I'm looking at his, like actually last year with the Clippers. Um. It was actually he was shooting five eighty. So better than that 460 mark. Okay. Um, okay. And it, he showed progression from the but his biggest jump was probably in these last couple of years, especially here in Dallas, where he's nearly a 0.7 shooter. Yeah, yeah. You're in a universe where um, Russell Westbrook's a worse free throw shooter than DeAndre Jordan. But you know what? I agree with you. These routines are so big when it comes to these nerves. Can I tell you something interesting? Uh, Russell Westbrook, shooting really poorly free throw, right? Like I said, 0.65, right? Yeah. from the last charity strike and uh, you know why why so Russell Westbrook's routine was he would basically walk back um, to half court after a free throw right and then he would go back up that was his routine it would calm him down but if you do that now when you're taking a free throw it's delay of game so he doesn't do it anymore. And it just messed up the guy's rhythm. And that's why you're getting this 0. 0.65. Um, I think there's kind of a bit of a degradation in his shot. But I feel this routine change has really affected him as well, too. It's so big uh, for these players, basically.
0: Okay. I guess that makes sense. I mean...
1: Yeah, it's... It, you will see a dip. You will see a dip, for sure. Yeah. Um, Interesting thing is, um, so who's the starting center for the Knicks right now? Because Cantor does not play anymore for um, the Knicks in the center. I don't know. Is it? Was it- I remember when Kylo quit um, before DeAndre Jordan. Who, who would it be?
0: Oh. That's a good point.
1: Uh, let's see. Let's see. This kind of way, you ads. Fine. Uh, let's see. So DeAndre Jordan was before.
0: Yeah, it, was, it was Mitchell
1: Cantor Robinson didn't play Mitchell Robinson. Robinson. I think I think it was Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Like I, I oh, and yeah. they also like putting Vonley in as well too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. DeAndre Jordan's gonna start. Enos Cantor is just not playing It's any, So weird. Basically.
0: Mitchell Robinson is two years younger than me. That is so weird.
1: Oh, man, and the guy's, like, massive, two forty-seven-one. It, it's such a weird point uh, in your life when, you know, these players, you see these young players getting in, they're younger than you. Yeah. It's, it's what it makes you feel old, right? It's sort of, it, That's when it starts getting you, just saying, like, oh, man.
0: No, for sure, for sure. It, it does make man. me feel old.
1: <laughs> you know, because before you had the excuse saying, like, oh, it's fine, I'll get to the NBA even though I have no stamina or skills. I, I you know, just need a year to train, I'll get to you one day and now it's like no it's over your dream's finished
0: sure
1: sure 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 fine it's fine
0: I'm not saying that I am in the NBA but I'm not saying that I'm not
1: you're, you're gonna you're gonna do some Raptors 905 that's all I'll say
0: hey well hey. they're they're literally in my backyard so you know
1: why not why not oh um Breaking news! Patriots win at 13-3. Yeah, yeah. 13-3. Yeah. Patriots. Tom
0: Brady wins his sixth Super Bowl.
1: Great, great. Um, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady. Is he the goat? I don't know if he's the goat, but um, I sure know one player that is, and that's probably LeBron James. And in that case, let's talk LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Ladies Did you like that? Gentlemen...
0: This smooth talker just literally smoothed his way down know, through our, our conversation here.
1: Post Charmone, like you know, y- you know, why I'm like this is because Paul George is my favorite player, and you know what Paul George's game is. You know, you know, it's smooth, peace smooth, peace smooth.
0: Why did he call himself peace smooth? Why you gotta call it with PG
1: 13? He could have called smooth man.
0: That's a dope... That's a better name than PG-13.
1: It, people call him that because it's actually, like... It's a better name because his game is so smooth. Like, yeah. he's so smooth. Like, that's yeah, the type yeah, of yeah. player he is. PG-13 was such a constructive thing. And you know what? I love PG-24 because, like... You know why he did PG... You know why he did 24, right? Why? Kobe- you, give it a guess. Kobe. Because Kobe was his favorite player, right? Yeah. And, I'm like, you know what, man? You do that. You do that, but he's like pg-13 because like it's a like, good for like whatever I'm like oh man I'm too lame but whatever whatever no comment the 13s worked out well man's having a hell of a season um uh, let's get to this anthony davis goes and announces that he does not want to be with the pelicans he won't sign the extension um just to clarification i believe um his contract finishes up in 2020 or yes. 2021 2020
0: so he has another year into it so he's He's halfway yeah. through his season right now and then he has the other year. So 2019, 2020 season, he'll he'll still be a player or his contract is still intact. He'll
1: be he will still be with the Pelican. Yeah. So this is not a thing where it's like which I initially thought because I didn't know the timeline and stuff. I thought like he'd be a free agent this summer and that's why he was pushing, but it just appears like, hey, I know I'm gonna have one year, you're gonna try to get me to sign an extension. I'm not going to sign you that extension. Um, and he basically said that anywhere he goes um, besides the Lakers will be a one-year rental, um, which, you know, he really wants to go to the Lakers. Uh, interestingly, um, his agent is also LeBron's agent. Mm. So, and here's the thing too, LeBron James has been, is probably has been Anthony Davis's favorite player for years. Like he loves uh, LeBron James. It's so funny because you see like tweets of when Anthony Davis was younger, and he's just tweeting about how much he likes LeBron. And now it's like, I want to play with LeBron.
0: Hey, you know what? If, if that's his reason, kudos to him, but don't, honestly.
1: <laughs> don't, yeah.
0: Yeah, don't. You, you,
1: you, you think? Because like Anthony Davis is a talent. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, maybe he'll be like kind of. You know his stats will be sapped, but this is not the case of LeBron going to the Miami Heat where he was like in his prime, like his real, real prime still. Um, you know he didn't have a championship yet at that point, and they brought in Chris Bosh who had to sacrifice. This is Anthony Davis who, um, you know last year was like I think top three in MVP votes, which is yeah. which is crazy, right? Which yeah. is crazy. And I think Anthony Davis is you know any team you'd love to have Anthony Davis. Um, interesting enough. For what he said, it's called. It was basically a tampering thing. He got fined five thousand, which means nothing to these players. Um, But yeah, so far Lakers seem like the most interesting people to get in on it. But the other teams have been making moves: Raptors and Nuggets, Um, Knicks potentially too. There are a lot of people going after Anthony Davis, and rightfully so. Um, What are your thoughts?
0: See, it's not, man. I I have so much. I have so much to say about AD not because of how good he is but how overhyped he is in my opinion. He's a great player. Do not get me wrong. I am not I am not um, undermining his talent. What I am undermining is that there is so much more talent other everywhere, everywhere in the NBA other Okay. Wow. Uh no, but you you look at you look at the talent pool from the east and the west, right? Tell me this: Is Giannis better than AD? Yes or no?
1: Don't, don't! Oh my gosh! No, just let me think, okay? Because I have a soft spot for Anthony Davis. I know you do,
0: but you gotta be, you gotta be very okay, okay, okay. Go here and very, very objective, okay. very uh, okay. objective here.
1: Okay, okay. Right now. Anthony Davis, in terms of ceiling, I think Giannis can become a crazy amazing player, considering how young he is. But yeah, and I'm Anthony Davis right now.
0: Okay, all right, then I'll, I'll give you that. I disagree. I genuinely disagree. I'm talking. You think it's Giannis? Oh yeah, easy. If you were to put one, oh, if wow. you were to put uh, both of them on a one-on-one match, Giannis would murder AD. <sighs> he would murder. It wouldn't even be close. If they played to a game of 21, it'd probably be 21 to maybe, I don't know. 10 or 12, and I'm being, I'm be, sorry,
1: 15, and that's me being generous. You know what? I'll just say this Um, Anthony Davis will just jack up threes in his face because at least he can hit them.
0: Okay, fair. I'll give him that. <laughs> okay, sure. Whatever. A three point, we're, we're playing. Well, okay, you know what? I won't even argue with that. Okay, we have our no, 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 that's no, no, no. The, no, 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 that's a good argument. That's actually a really good argument. You're, no, but, he, but
1: it, 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 yeah. But if we're talking one on no, one, though, it's such a different. I'm thinking about something, man. Like Giannis is gonna try doing his best to dunk yeah. all over. Yeah. He okay. No. Good. Go on. Go on with. Go on with your point.
0: Um, so you're looking at so much talent in the East and the West, right? Tell me, yeah. is is Kawhi better than AD? No. Don't even. Don't even no. answer that. Don't even answer that. Like that's a no. That's a clear no.
1: Okay, if we're looking at like look, we're looking at pure talent, there, there's a difference. Like it's like a question is like who would you rather have on your team? This two-way specialist guy who is um barring all the injury stuff, he'll be great defensively and offensively, but you know, Anthony Davis is the same. I think Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, yeah. Anthony Davis. You think so? Yeah.
0: Okay. You know what? You, you I mean, like I said, you do have <laughs> I'd like, like Anthony you, Davis. No, no, no. No, you do have a soft spot for Anthony Davis and I, and I totally respect that, right? Like, all I'm saying about Anthony Davis is that you have to look at it from... You have to look at it from a very um, significant perspective in his career. He's playing for the New Orleans um, Pelicans. I almost said New Orleans Patriots for some reason.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's got Patriots on his mind.
0: No, uh, so he's playing for the Pelicans, right? They've always... they're, They're currently... Or even before the the trade deadline, he's they've always tried to build a team around him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to, to build a team around a, a very um, is he he's such a flexible player, great yeah. post off um uh, on the post he's amazing he's a great defender too, uh and he's a great three point shooter so he's a very stre- he's a stretch forward a stretch forwards can get, right? And I definitely mm-hmm. respect his game for that now you you put him in a different team if you put him in the lakers tell me tell me why tell me how is that gonna work explain that to okay. me because I, I as much as much as the other guy we can argue okay he's gonna be playing with the greatest player of all time uh or sorry one of the greatest players of all time sorry let me take that back one of the greatest players <laughs> of all time lebron james right yeah. um you put him you put him beside him and yeah for sure they're gonna they're gonna make um significant moves in the west they're definitely gonna be bringing their 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 value up as a team Mm -hmm. but you gotta look at it as okay but how are they gonna play is it just gonna be him and LeBron and the rest of the team is gonna move around them
1: okay okay this is how I see it so Anthony Davis going to the Lakers um because of that, I'm just going to use because this is a trade that the Lakers offered. Yeah, they offered Lonzo Ball. We're, we're going to go with they. They took this trade for sure. Um, because like you, just for a type of thing. Okay. So Lonzo Ball, um, Kuzma, Rondo, which makes me laugh still. Um, Michael Beasley and a first round pick. Okay. Yeah. So Lonzo Ball's gone. Kyle Kuzma. So Brandon Ingram will serve. Um, and their starting point guard will be Josh Hart. So the way it's going to work is LeBron James is just going to do what he does before. He's going to basically play the point guard position. Josh Hart's just going to be a guy that's going to be like a nice shooter on the side. Um, And Anthony Davis is just going to be that threat right down in the middle. Um, Put Tyson Chandler then in there, whatever, uh, Zubac, whoever you like right next to him. You'll still have KCP. So if you want to put KCP um, in that equation somewhere, go ahead. Um, I think it'll just be like your standard LeBron James team where LeBron just holds the ball, which is different to what it is before because, like, you know, Lonzo, Rondo... Like they are the passers, but right now, if that would, if if this team, if this trade happens in that way, Le- LeBron James will be the passer on that team. It'll be basically just LeBron James again distributing that ball, and he is just going to send those. He's going to be sending those balls to Anthony Davis basically all day. But the one thing I do want to consider is Clay Thompson said something very interesting as well too. And the thing is, he said that if he's not offered a max contract by the Golden State Warriors, he will leave somewhere. He will leave. Potential place he can go? Lakers. Now imagine that. You have, you have Anthony Davis, power forward right there. Yeah. You put in, you put in nice center. You put in I don't know Tyson Chandler, Javale McGee. I don't put someone in there that can you know hold the fourth, defensively. Get there. LeBron James, basically your kind of point-forward idea, whatever. Um, then you have Klay Thompson, shooting guard. Then you have Brandon Ingram. And Ingram is, you know, he's not a great shooter, but, you know, he, he's crafty. He's that crafty player that can do something. Think think of him as, like, you know, I don't know, your Lamar Odom. Uh, he's got potential. But imagine that team. And imagine if they know that they have a good shot against Klay um, Thompson. And I think that's what they're going to go for. LeBron James will finally have someone... He will find, and I thoroughly believe that he wants someone like this that he can basically pass the ball to who will basically sink that three. And that's what he wants. And it'll be a good replacement from Kyle Kuzma, who is basically the most consistent shooter on that team in terms of three point. Yeah, uh, But yeah. And I'm looking at that, I'm like, why don't you want that? Why don't you? Because, you know, because like my mentality is, is sure, you can wait a few years, let these young guys like kind of like get a bit better but if you have a shot to get a mvp caliber player like Anthony davis you go for it if like if they're both super down if Anthony davis like i want to play with lebron james bring them in bring them in doesn't mean the pelicans will do it but that's just my thought
0: no no that's actually very that's a very good perspective of things that's like for sure like i i never thought of it that way but it's so hard to me, man, because I, I don't want to watch I don't want to watch the same two teams.
1: The like, super team idea, yeah.
0: No, but I I so you look back in the previous eras of the NBA, there have been super teams. Not a lot of people know this. There have been super teams. Tell me that the Showtime Lakers wasn't a super team. The '96 yeah, was Kareem. a super team. Yeah, na- yeah. But the thing is, they were built very naturally. You know yeah. Like yeah. the, the ninety six Bulls, they weren't. Or sorry, the ninety six Bulls were not a super, uh, um, a super team. um uh, before
1: the ninety six Bulls,
0: mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the talent yeah. grew together.
1: Yeah. Like the point, only thing, sorry, um, the only thing they did get just into uh, was basically Dennis Rodman, which they did yeah. trade for. But go on, yeah. go on, go on.
0: No, but that's one trade versus. Oh, let me talk to this guy yeah. and let's yeah, get no. the exact same agent together. And let's let's play in the same team. Like, I get yeah. it. Maya. It's all and honestly I don't blame LeBron for, for doing this. And frankly, I don't blame LeBron for a lot of people are blaming <laughs> LeBron for the making of the super teams after he moved to Miami Heat. That mm-hmm. move was as organic as any other move, man. It wasn't it wasn't like a matter of Oh, I want to like I want to be the best player in the game. It was just I want to play for a mm-hmm. great team. I want to play with great players. And the fact that they lost, um, their first um championship run, that shows mm-hmm. that that team not only was a very organically built team, but it was a very natural, like, okay, all the pieces played together. Now you have this great team. Which by the way, they only had those three. Whoever they built around them, whether it be Chalmers or Battier or whoever, mm-hmm. like that was that was that was post post whatever the trade happened. And then the only time they won a the championship is when they got Ray Allen, right? Ray Allen, yeah. So yeah. It or it's not Ray Allen. Sorry, I I like to argue that it's it was that championship that actually meant something because the championship that they won against OKC was a short season. Um,
1: it, it was it was a short season, it a but it was LeBron's season. first. It was yeah. LeBron's first ring, though. That's an yeah. important thing, yeah, right? That
0: is important. Yes, definitely. But the most, I think to me, the most interesting championship and the most real championship for the Miami Heat of that era was the one with Ray Allen um, when they won against the Spurs. Mm-hmm. That was for sure. That was, like, big. That was like big. The actual chip. Yeah. So I don't blame him. Um, I still don't see how AD fits in this picture only mm-hmm. because it's really hard to see. Like, I get what you're saying. I really I honestly I, I believe in what you're saying. It's just personally I think if it, on paper it looks great. Yeah. Visually it looks stunning. <laughs> Seriously, like it, it looks amazing. Yeah. But yeah. I wanna see if if man, I I would be I'm I'm curious to see if, if, if the trade happens, if we can pull like an NBA two K sim. Like how good would the team be per se? Like if we were if we were to stack them up against the Warriors or the Raptors, even the Bucks, can the Lakers actually pull out?
1: You know what I mean? Can, can you do that? Like, is there any way to kind of simulate that? Idea?
0: No, you can. You can actually build like a, an NBA two K. Like they they done it on Insta before, where you create like a, a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually build your own roster. You can start from the NBA roster and then move make some moves there. So if you want to update like the like they, they, they usually update it so like right now DeAndre is in the Knicks in the 2k roster after the updates yeah. but yeah. you can basically make your own roster put say put AD in 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 the Lakers and then play Lakers versus the Raptors with the current Raptors that we have and see what how mm-hmm. that goes or even play um, um, the Lakers versus the Warriors and see how that goes mm-hmm. I wouldn't be sur- yeah. I would not be surprised if the Lakers win but I'm leaning towards the other team winning only because I genuinely don't see this being or an actual like they need to. It's there's gonna be growing pains. It's the same with LeBron moving to the to the Heat. It wasn't a matter of I'm mm. gonna move to the Heat and we're gonna win all 82 games, it was I'm mm. gonna move to the Heat. Um, there's gonna be some chemistry changes. Pro- Davis is probably gonna have to sacrifice some of his play styles just to play along LeBron for sure. For sure. So, sure, that's that, yeah. that's that's my that's my take on it.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it's, you do bring an interesting point because the whole idea is um, I do contend that um, really this in the modern era, the Celtics big three kind of started this idea, kind of like trading for those That's big true. pieces, getting them in. Um, but, you know, LeBron kind of popularized it and made it very successful mm-hmm. um, before you would kind of feel like when you sign a player to like a big contract um you it's basically like a team saying like hey come to here um we're going to sign you to this contract we have some good players around you but you're going to be our star that's kind of the selling point to them um and that's kind of how they dealt it like a big free agency movement you didn't really see these super teams cobbled together it was kind of like again what you're saying that organic build if you're looking at the bowls you no, know, it's just, like they didn't get any big players scotty pippen was just drafted um uh, you know, Michael Jordan obviously drafted. Um, Dennis Rodman was just a piece they brought in. He wasn't like I'll, I'll say a star, but he was a critical piece. And like, hey, we're gonna get that little piece, and that's what trades were before, basically like getting those little pieces. Um, and the biggest stars would just tend to stay on those same teams, basically. Like your Magic, um, your Magic uh, Jordan oh, Johnson, your Magic Johnson, um, your Larry Bird, your Isaiah Thomas's, uh, your your. Uh, Uh, your michael jordan they would just stay on their teams right and now you're kind of seeing like this shifty movement right um closest person to kind of that mentality is probably will be steph curry he's not going to leave golden state i don't think he ever will um but you know people around them i think they can i feel like clay thompson can leave Uh, draymond green can leave kevin durant apparently he will leave to the knicks according to the knicks but i don't know how much we'll trust that but yeah um, it's a, it's, it's that mentality and, you know, I understand why you don't like it. Um, but you know, this is, I think it could be like a great pairing LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, but the thing, cause I want to talk in practical terms, Lakers are going super hard, super hard right now. And, um, I'm sure it's not playing really well in the mentality of these younger Lakers just saying like, oh man, am I going to move? What's going to happen to my career? Like stuff like that too. It's obviously eating up into them a little, but, um, the idea is, Pelicans aren't interested. The Pelicans are not interested at all trading Anthony Davis. No, nope. um, they're not. They may let the trade deadline just go by, um, and you know what? They may not play him for the rest of the season potentially, which for will be next season. Cr- too? This season, this season. Next, uh, season. <laughs> next, season well, next season. Next season. Next season. They do, but the idea is they'll if they do, they'll probably trade him in this. Um, they'll trade him because the reason why is because when it comes to july um the derrick rose rules drops from boston and basically boston could kind of enter the mix cuz basically um if they did it before they would basically have to trade kyrie irving in order to get anthony davis um during this deadline but in july they'll be able to do whatever they want so um again it'll be useful to see cuz maybe kyrie irving does leave which i don't think he will but we will see cuz he'll be hated forever oh man but there's talks about this reunion but we'll we'll see we'll see um, I feel like the Pelicans are not going to trade him before this trade deadline, just for the pure fact saying like, there's no rush. He's not going to be a free agent. Um, We can wait till July and then let the Celtics come into this game and say like, Hey, we have all these picks. We have all these young players. Here's our offer. Cause here's the thing. Why do you want to rush and, you know, get this Lakers trade when you could just wait and you can hear an offer from the Boston Celtics who will take um, Anthony Davis for sure
0: yeah no that's that's true that's for sure true um yeah okay well that's actually where well we were we haven't had the chance to talk about the like how the raptors and the nuggets could potentially go through because so the trade rumors go raptors would trade og and an ob yeah. pascal siakam a first round pick and either cj miles or uh, there, there's also trades for Jonas Valanciunas there's also some for um, what's his name Fred Van Leet which I hope they don't do that because mm. like, would, you, would you trade OG Siakam and another player and the, and the first round pick for 2020 which is, is not really a big deal Will you trade that for AD
1: considering what Anthony Davis said that I'm going to be one year rental here's the thing like okay if there's something to be said if you bring in anthony davis and he says like i don't care i'll stay whatever team i get traded it would be a smart move because you could bring anthony davis and say hey Kawhi, we just brought anthony davis he's here to stay you should stay as well too then it's like a smart move because like then you keep Kawhi leonard which is oh, really great oh, i see i see but here's the thing if you don't and you just bring in anthony davis and he's one and done like Kawhi, then you lose Everything you lose your future into Alcum and OG, um, and you lose that pick too, and it'd be dark time for the rap. That's all I will say. No, that's no, all I.
0: No, I agree. I agree hundred percent. I definitely agree. Um, so genuinely, I think they 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 wouldn't go for it. Like as much as as much as the rumors come and go, uh, they yeah. haven't they haven't placed a proper offer. All the rumors uh come out as. You know, some insider pl- uh, insider uh, talks and a lot of people saying, oh, that should be, a- that's a good idea and everything. Mm-hmm. Um One thing's for sure, though, after that whole uh, AD announcing that he was going to move or he wants to get out of New Orleans, that mm-hmm. really shook the NBA to its core. Oh, yeah. To the point where the Mavs and the Knicks decided to make moves. <laughs> I don't know. Is is this something like is this something as 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 bad as that? Like, you, do you think that after um Davis's fr- um agent announced or publicly announced that they they plan to be uh they they want to be traded or sorry, uh, AD wants to be traded, do you think that actually like um caused a ripple effect for the Knicks and the Mavs making the trades and all? What
1: do you think? Um. I think so. Like, I think it kind of like kind of kicks the whole mentality. Like, you know, these trades are going to happen right now. I think like the Mavs and Knicks have been probably low key talking about this for a while. Um, and they just kind of did decide to pull the trigger. Um, Cause like, you know, it's nearing the deadline, but I'm pretty sure like this Anthony Davis thing just kind of riled up and reminded people saying like this trade deadlines happening soon. It's about the heat up. And then the Mavs just kind of dropped this hammer in right there too. So I feel like it did kind of shake it to the core. Cause it's a big move. Um, and, and, you know, interesting idea too, just saying like, because now the Dallas Mavericks know things in the West are going to be shaken up a little, right? Because Anthony Davis probably went to the Lakers. So things are going to be a little bit different right now. And now they're looking at that like, okay, let's get uh, Christoph Sports Inc. Uh, but yeah, in terms of going where he goes, considering the fact he did say every other place would be a one year rental except the Lakers, I don't know about the gamble. Because it's such a gamble. Like well, you already heard what I said about Raptors, and it seems like a big gamble. Maybe if you talk to him and say like, "Hey, will you come if we make Kawhi stay or something like that?" Like maybe something like that. That'd be interesting. I don't see it. I feel like the Lakers are his ultimate destination. Um, nuggets are interesting too. Nuggets I just heard about today, so I didn't really have much time to process it. They'd probably give up a lot of their young players, but you'll basically have. Jokic in center, you know, and then um, power forward will be obviously um, Anthony Davis. And then you'll have Jamal Murray outside. And um, I don't know, it it felt like kind of like a weird thing too. I'm like, why do you want to do that? I I don't know how I feel about that. Um, What do you think about that? Apparently they're making good offers. I still feel like the Pelicans will hold Pat and wait until Boston can enter the game and then see what Boston offers basically.
0: I think so too. I think I'm I'm riding around that, but I would not be surprised if they go for that Lakers trade. Only because, um, I'd rather be, um, what's the term? Not reactive. The other one.
1: Uh-huh. Um, proactive.
0: I'd rather be yeah. proactive about this. So this so is the way I see it. Would be okay. We lose AD, but we get these really good players. Or yeah. significantly, um, like as as a whole would definitely bring up our team now we won't be they won't be player or playoff contenders but the way i see it is that if they could just build that chemistry and and create um an atmosphere of 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 winning by means of okay we got ball rondo kuzma and who is it josh hart
1: um, like in the trade or like yeah, where were you
0: trade in the in the
1: trade? Uh not Josh Hart. Josh Hart seems like I haven't heard of his name in, at all in uh, any trade packages. Um, so I don't think Josh Hart. Um, but it just seems uh Beasley. Do you say Beasley? Beasley, Beasley. Rondo. Rondo. Bond, Beasley. Yeah.
0: So Beasley will probably be waived out for money. Um, He's just a money thing. He's yeah, just a money yeah. thing. Um, Rondo, man. He's like <laughs> I I left it. He's. <laughs> It's yeah, actually pretty funny, but you know, um, like I said, you got a solid, you have a solid team there. Is it a playoff mm-hmm. contender team? Not yet, not yet for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. so they need to get that one final piece, um, to be a sixth, fifth, um, place team.
1: Do you think Julius Randall could be that team? Uh, be that player, considering he, how much he he's developed.
0: Is. See, the thing is, he already is, but like they need one more. Right, so Jaleel is yeah. playing really well right now, yeah. Um, yeah. And I really hope that his value goes up as as he plays along. Uh-huh. Um, is he is he a cali- is he a, a piece player like a a top caliber player? Not yet. Um, if you were to put him in that, let's say if Lonzo was a point, or sorry, if even if Lonzo was shooting guard and Kuzma was small, <sighs> and- that'd be a Drew
1: Holiday job.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about Drew Holiday. Yeah, see, so it's a tough fit, right? Um...
1: Lonzo B. Be- Here's the thing: Who do you start, Lonzo Ball or Rondo? Probably Lonzo. Oh, uh,
0: I'm oh, sorry, Lonzo Ball or Rondo?
1: Because in the trade, it will be you'll get both Rondo and Lonzo Ball. So who who's gonna start? You'll probably you'll probably start Lonzo Ball at point.
0: Oh man, <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. I think Rondo. Rondo's <laughs> <Yeah>. a big <banking laughs> guard.
1: You'd think Rondo, but it's just, I know, like, any, you know, doing that right now, um, but I'm just thinking, just like, yeah, Lonzo is, like, the young player, and you kind of want to advertise, like, oh, Lonzo Ball's going to be a big part of your future, which he may not be. Um, it'll be weird. It'll be interesting. It's just, Kuzma's going to start, for sure. Um, Actually, no. Well, actually, oh, my God, it's it's going to be really weird, because, okay, Lonzo, um, so it'll be Lonzo, uh, Randall, uh, sorry, Lonzo, Drew Holiday, those, those, those are your guards. Um, Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Um, Okafer? Julio Okafer, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe. And then who's going to be your small forward? Kuzma? Can Kuzma play small? Or oh, yeah. does he play power forward?
0: No, no, he plays small. He can play small. He can LeBron, play small? Okay. Le, Le- Le- LeBron's hybrid enough that he can play both power forward and small, so he'll probably put... He usually puts Kuzma on... Either or, so.
1: Okay, yeah. so so Kuzma could slot into that small four yeah, position. Yeah, sure. So Kuzma will have space here. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I think the best bet is to wait for Boston. I I wondered to I wondered myself if Boston kind of phoned into the pelican saying like, if you wait till July, this is what you'll get. Because here's the thing, Boston knows. I think Gordon Hayward is kind of finished. Um, he's kind of, it's kind of sad to say, but that injury just did something to him. Um, Boston's not the team he's going to be if he wants to kind of like recoup because it was such a bad injury. Like mm. he, he has just had such a down year. Um, do you know, but wait, I feel you know,
0: like, oh sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, no, go, go on what you're saying. I was
0: going to interject. Um, do you know where I see he? Hayward playing not only significant minutes, but also actually making a big impact? Where? Well, t- you, you take a guess first who you think I would say, and then I'll go. Okay,
1: through. um, Corn Hayward. So, it'd be have to be a trade, because he's got a contract under his belt. No, don't, don't um, think about it
0: like that. Think about it, like, as a player, would, where would he Where can be? he go? Yeah. As who he is right now, play style and all, where do I think he could be a great fit for a team?
1: Great fit, um...
0: Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if you guessed this right. If you guessed it right, but at the same time, like it's a pretty hard guess.
1: I have a couple. Um, let's just say Mavericks go full white boy, bringing gorn Hayward. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no. Uh, no. Um, Portland. I don't know. Yes. Oh, is that Portland? (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love uh, yo, Portland uh, was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, P-
0: Portland was like the first team I said like you know what I would definitely <laughs> I would love to see Hayward in a in a Portland jersey. I yeah. man. You got you got Lillard, you got uh, McCollum, and then you got Hayward. That's a solid. That's a solid team right there. That's a solid. Yeah,
1: because uh, here's the thing too. Um, oh, man, it feels so weird. But do you remember the old um Portland Trailblazers when they had Batum? Lamarcus Aldridge, uh, yes. um, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here's the thing uh, Gordon Hayward will play power forward, and he'll basically slot in for what Lamarcus Aldridge was. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nurkic is center? Or is he plays center Nurkic, right? Center. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Nurkic no, should, play... should play small, not power. Small forward. McCollum
1: should Who's play small? power. McCullum no, should... McCollum's okay. shooting guard. McCollum is such a pure shooter.
0: Is he? You think so?
1: Yeah, yeah. McCollum's your shooting guard. McCollum is oh, your guy. shooting. He's a lanky guy. He is, but like the type of player he is, is he's like your prototypical. He's your shooting guard, basically, in my okay. opinion. Um, I'm, let me double check this. Portland Trail, because honestly, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I sleep on Portland all day, every <sighs> day. I don't know. I don't know much about Portland. I know they got some depth issues. I, I know that they're
0: irrelevant. But they have, they have a, they have depth issues of of the wrong. Type the wrong kind, like they have little, like, they have little
1: depth, it's like the exact opposite of what Boston has yeah, right exactly. now, which is kind of like exactly. too much depth. Um, exactly. so yeah, so this is their starting lineup. You have um Leonard, okay, so Leonard is in the starting lineup, but Nurkic essentially plays most minutes. Harkless at small forward, uh, CJ McCollum is your shooting guard, uh, Al Farouk Amino at point, uh, power forward, so you know, whatever, sure, and then obviously Damien Lillard, um. But yeah, uh Joseph Nurkic would be their center. So you could slot in um you can basically slot in, you know, you can slot in your Gordon Hayward at a small forward or that power forward position, um, which is you know cool with me. Doesn't matter really. Hmm.
0: No, yeah, but I, I love I love how we we thought of the same thing.
1: It was interesting. That was that was actually it actually feels so weird that we both thought of it because like me coming to Portland, I was just thinking like, okay, who can use it? I'm like, you know who has death issues? Portland. I'm gonna say Portland, but I'm like, this is probably not gonna be it. But you know, great minds think alike, right? Great minds think alike.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. That was that was actually pretty amazing. I'm not I'm I'm still like pretty spirit I'm spiritually shook right now. Shooken. Shooked. Shooked shook.
0: Um <laughs> Okay, let's move on to the next one.
1: I guess the- um, oh yes uh, some some raptors stuff and also some information that really hit me hard at home Man. about um the so, certain indiana pacers yeah but go on
0: so the raptors are 6 and 4 in the last 10 let
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: Let's just let's, let's just talk really quick about this because there's not much to say. Um the raptors are just you know they're just cruising through the season. I yeah. genuinely think that they're not they're plan So I, I like Nick Nurse's um, perspective here that we should try out different lineups and that that basically means we're going to try to kind of tank the second half of the season, but <laughs> not really tank. We'll lose, we'll stay we'll stay positive 60-40. Um they're not looking to be like the top team in the East. They're just looking to get cuz the way I see it, right? And a lot of my friends argued this with me, don't don't show your pieces just yet, my friend. You have a great team. We have a great so team true. in the Raptors. We really do. Um, you look at it like from their fifteen man. They're they're stacked. A lot of people forget it, but they're stacked in um, they're stacked not necessarily in an all star way. They're stacked in a um, they have a solid center in in Jonas Valanciunas. They have a solid backup center in Greg Monroe and even Serge Ibaka. Um uh, mm-hmm. Their their talent is insane because Siakam is playing an ungodly amount of, oh uh, sorry he's playing amazing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, OG is is significantly complementing um Siakam and even Van Vliet's playstyle. Van Vliet mm-hmm. is coming out to be the next point guard for the Raptors if they decide to keep him. Um, Lowry is kind of so so, but that's that's with him playing mm-hmm. alongside the second best player right now in the NBA, who's uh, which is um, uh, don't at me on this, the great second greatest player of in the NBA right now, which is um, Kawhi Leonard,
1: and the first is James Harden, right? Right,
0: and then you have um, uh, <laughs> don't you just love it that I like I, I properly, yeah. Well, sure, fine. It's a James. Uh, you, James. <laughs> J- oh. It's you. Just, okay. You, okay. Okay. Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> um. But yeah, like the Raptors are just really good right now. Um. They're not. They're not Warriors caliber, which I think is a good thing. Um. Only because the Warriors will only have their starting five, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. The Raptors have their starting five and more. Mm. Right. So, I don't know. The way I see it, you know, if if this goes down to June and it's the Raptors and Warriors, I have a strong I have a really strong bet for the for the Raptors um playing hard for again for that championship. Like I don't know if I I w- I would love it to go to game 7 and yeah, the Raptors I can
1: see could go to game 7. And
0: the thing is with with the projection, with the way that the Raptors are playing right now trajectory-wise, They'll mm-hmm. win home advantage, right? Because they are the deb- yeah. like so. The way home advantage works in the finals, so whoever, whoever the whoever is the better team, I think.
1: Uh better, better record, better, yeah. Better
0: record, yeah. So, given what the Warriors have been playing with right now, the fact that they went through a, a bunch of different things these past this past season, um, the Raptors will definitely get home advantage, and I would love to see Game Seven, <laughs> Warriors Raptors uh-huh. here, and I would. Oh man. Those Um, tickets
1: would be crazy. Those tickets would be crazy, but man, I wouldn't, if, okay, if hypothetically the Raptors made um, the finals, I will cop the, I will cop seats. It'll probably cost me at least 300, 400 or something dumb like that, but I will do my best to cop seats because like that's once in a lifetime, basically.
0: Not not just that too, eh? Like if we win a championship, I'm going to the parade. Oh
1: yeah, man. Why not? I'm down.
0: I'm down.
1: Knock on wood, man. It's gonna
0: be it's gonna be an insane year. I bet you though in the next three or four weeks, Kawhi is gonna get injured.
1: <laughs> Don't say this. Don't say this. So,
0: you know, the way the way our luck's been turning for the Raptors, I would not be surprised.
1: Knock on that wood. Yeah.
0: Knock on that wood. Elijah Wood, where are you? <laughs> but yeah, the Raptors are, you know. They're they're doing well. What do you think? What do you think what do you think what do they think? think they're doing right now? With with the
1: I I I like the idea that they're experimenting around. Yeah. I think it's fine. Um you know, can still get those W's. I'd like them to be top two in the East at least. Like the Bucks are putting up a fight. I understand that. Um the Celtics are rocketing right up right now. Um they're um, they're basically uh three and a half games back of the Raptors. Uh, Celtics are third in the east right now. They've been on a nice win streak. They've won nine of their last 10. uh What do you say about it'd be great, but I don't think uh, it'll be very tough to see how the Raptors can have a better record than the Warriors because in terms of this, the only difference right now is like the Warriors have been on the nice like last 10 games they've won nine of um and you know the raptors have been losing some games right um but i don't know i don't know i i don't know how guaranteed that is raptors i think they're fine i think they finally they crossed that hump it's basically mid-season well over mid-season and and they've shown that this team can congeal and they can win. Yeah. Now they're just playing with lineups, right? Don't show your hand. That's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, see what works best. And when the playoffs come, you know, keep your players fresh and just go super hard on there. Oh, sure. Um, Just be careful. Just be mindful about the Celtics Um, and the 76ers um, who, you know, who the 76ers are still hanging in there, even though people have been saying that they've had like issues with Jimmy Butler kind of conge- congealing into this team, mm-hmm. which you don't know. Warriors are a different story. I think DeMarcus Cousins is clicking so well with that team right now. Um, I think it's they're going to be super That's deadly. Gonna be scary, yeah. It's going to be really... Because DeMarcus Cousins is such a great passer that he he can find an open target, which Golden State has many. Um... Pacers okay I guess in this case we'll take this chance to kind of go into Pacers we can talk about Raptors a bit later but Victor Oladipo was injured in that game against the Raptors which the Pacers won they did it for Vic that's why I like thinking of they did it for Victor Oladipo but it's been a rough ride with Oladipo out they've lost they won a game but um, they've lost their last four. It's the, they're five and five for the last ten. It's been a rough time because Oladipo was such a big part of this team. He was an all star too. He was an all star. He's gonna miss his all star game. But you know he was a good player. Uh, he didn't have like uh, he wasn't as great as he was last season. But you know what? He was still doing work. Um, and he was he was improving. And I felt. He was what kind of made this team into that dark horse, that team to that go further into the East, and that's why I felt that this this East was so top heavy with the five teams. But we'll see. I feel like the Pacers can hold on; they will hold on to a playoff spot. But without Oladipo, it becomes so tough for them to kind of get you know drive through, be that surprise team, and you know especially uh, watch out for the Nets because the Nets the Nets look dangerous. They they've been doing pretty well so far. Um, they they are five games six sorry six games back of the Pacers because there is that gap between six and five but we'll see it depends if you know how much Pacers lose and how hot the Nets stay but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough yes, um, for sure it is um, it's a ruptured quad um, I don't I don't know in terms of injuries like how how like if you make a full recovery from that like if is it bad as Achilles I don't think it is. I think it's, like, a more manageable entry, which is great. Um, He's going to be out all season, um, but he will probably come by sometime next season as well, which is a good good thing. Um, You know what? In terms of this, I don't think... It hurts. It sucks. I'd like to. I would love to see the Pacers make like a little surprise run through these this East Conference. But um, what it does is it gives Miles Turner a chance to unlock his offensive capability. Mm. Um, it basically gives him his opportunity to be this team's own. Because here's the thing: um, as much as injuries like hurt teams, it always ge- it gives you an opportunity to unlock players, right? Um, if you remember exactly. Um, you remember Danny Granger? Danny Granger get injured, right? Mm. And who came from Danny Granger get, uh, getting injured?
0: Russell Westbrook.
1: Paul George. <laughs> yeah, Paul George. <laughs> Paul George, right? He's funny guy, funny guy. Um, but Paul George and without Danny Granger getting injured like that Paul George would not be kind of like he he'll probably be like he probably develop into this player but it wouldn't be a different path it would take longer but he was kind of thrust into that and it gave him his go right. Um, And now Miles Turner has this opportunity. He's actually been posting some decent numbers, but he needs to unlock that offensive capability of his and just really show up. Right. Um, And when he shows up, he'll be like more confident, you know, get more swagger when Victor Oladip comes back. And the idea is to create a stronger Pacers team for next year, which I hope they can do. I heard, I was reading, like, I I, I follow, like, a lot of, like, um, Pacers pages, right? And, obviously, like, you know, there's some of these crackpot theories saying, like, how the Indiana Pacers are going to get Anthony Davis. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Interesting stories, boys. But I don't know if that'll happen. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it hurt. It sucks. Um, it sucks that it happened against the Raptors. But, yeah. Um... Hold on to it, man. Just, mm-hmm. keep, just keep going. Just keep, keep doing your job. Um, it seems like the most improved player award is some sort of curse because whoever wins it gets injured the next season. I feel.
0: Well, you know what? It's it's all it's all good and dandy. Uh, I genuinely think that Oldie was going to come out uh, significantly better. Um, Than he was, and like I like, uh, you are absolutely right. It's the next man up type of thing. Now, if uh, when Oladipo comes out for the Pacers next season, I think that the Pacers will definitely be um, seeing a significant turn in regards to their season. Mm-hmm. Um, only because after Oladipo disappeared, you have all these other players who say, "Okay, we got one man down. Our our All Star is down, so we should all step up." pushing everybody up to the top. By the time Olipo comes in, he'll have to play in a completely different system, play in a mm-hmm. completely different way. Because fact is, injuries will definitely change your play style, the way you play, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And injuries like this definitely change your play style. Um, examples are Derrick Rose, um, mm. Kyrie, i oh, sorry, not Kyrie, uh, Stephen Curry uh, used to be... Really? Yeah. Um. He's always had his three but yeah. um, like after his injuries with his ankles his, cha- his play style changed it's more it's more um, and it, it kind of naturally changed alongside with the fact that he had other players around him at this point so after uh-huh. his ankle injury he became more um, pass friendly he used to be he used to be very Clay Thompson guy very um really oh yeah watch his old games he used to be just a pass and shoot or uh-huh. um, catch and shoot guy really he didn't like his uh-huh. his three point has always been there Right, but he's always yeah. been a catch and shoot guy. He's always been a, um, um, an attacker guy. Now, with after his ankle injury, he's been passive, uh, more pass friendly. Yeah. Um, he drives much more always... shoot friendly, <laughs> well, <laughs> three point friendly. But yeah, yeah. um, Aldipo coming into the Pacers system next season after that injury, it's gonna be big <laughs> changes. I genuinely think that the Pacers, uh, will be top five next season for sure, and I and I mean that and um. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's interesting that I was kinda right when when you said um when I said the Pacers are gonna be just in the five. Now they're like fifth place or sixth place right now, so
1: they're fifth. They're, they're fifth.
0: fifth. Okay. And I you know, it's gonna suck, but they're definitely be they're gonna be going down that chart as we go along without Oladipo. <sighs> it's just, it's so just so a cool. reality, man, honestly.
1: Like and without I Oladipo, believe, they have I they
0: have great players in their team, but without Oladipo, it's it's hard to
1: play that team. Yeah so well I, I believe i believe we will see um pacers or here's the thing. way it looks is celtics um are five games back 76ers five games back pacers are only five and a half games back. so you know things go right maybe it'll be third again yeah. for maybe a week but we will we'll see we'll see um but yeah um very interesting very interesting um uh, yeah but yeah raptors i don't think we're super concerned about let's keep this rolling uh, all-star game will come up soon we'll see how they go. Um, but yeah, um, I think the Raptors are solid. Bucks are, Bucks are still a solid, interesting team. Uh, I don't know, like they're doing great, but like they only have thirteen losses this season. Like they're a legitimately amazing team. For some reason, I just feel like I don't think they're going to be able to make they they won't make the playoff noise that people think they will. I I don't think so.
0: No, no, for sure. I I I agree. I
1: agree. Yeah. Um. Okay so uh let's move on yeah. uh we're, we're we're talking about one brief thing about so uh for you guys that don't know super bowl we're recording this during the super- second half of the super bowl the most you know, boring super bowl <laughs> ever yes had. oh gosh and awful awful halftime show it was actually it was it was actually such a boring halftime show i i don't think rune 5 really had that good quality of being like a live performance like compared to previous years i felt previous years it was like a much better performance um, um, and also they kind of disappointed me. Like, sure, they made the little SpongeBob reference, but they did not sing Sweet Victory. Like, what? Come on. Like, you didn't sing Sweet Victory? What is go- why? <laughs> like, come- I- I did- I was generally offended. Instead of that, they started playing Sicko Mode. And people- I- I don't know. I'm not a big Travis Scott fan, but people say Travis Scott is so awful, um, live. I couldn't really tell, but it's like, sure, whatever.
0: You know what? I wish- uh, you know how the, all, the NBA All-Star does have their own, like, kind of halftime thing? Mm. I, I want Sheck West to play. Because I just want him to oh, I got oh,
1: all <laughs> Sheck West. And oh, then, like, Mo Bamba. Oh, Bamba! Oh, oh, Bamba! <laughs> Maybe when he, Mo Bamba becomes an All-Star and, like, Sheck West is, like, kind of, like, irrelevant or something, they're like, hey, Shaq, come, this is your chance. Okay. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Um, they only, I don't know,
0: uh, singers. That's true. I mean,
1: yeah. Well, sang? Fergie last year, Fer- Fergie had a very memorable um, performance last year oh, for true. very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I love the players' reaction to that because they're just like, oh gosh, this is yeah. too much. This is too much. <laughs> the thing about the NBA, we love the game. But you know what, in, in, in inside, we just love the drama. You know, I, you know, being kind of like, this is kind of like a very, this is like kind of like an old way of thinking of it, but it just kind of works into my analogy, like saying like, oh, if like, you know, moms have soap operas, you know, young boys in like Toronto, they have like NBA drama. Just saying like, yo, this is crazy. Like what's happening next? Like, oh, yo, Kyrie Irving says he's gonna reunite with LeBron James, like all this stuff. Like people like the drama, they like that drama yeah uh but yeah moving on for the super bowl congratulations tom brady five rings that's actually saying right now he probably proved that he's a goat man's not retiring yet he is um he says he wants to keep going until he sucks and i don't know when that's going to happen but man <laughs> patriots run this league patriots run this league
0: basically now if only the boston celtics can win the chip
1: yes oh man oh man oh gosh you're right City red Sox. City literally, Red Sox, um, New England Patriots, um, Celtics. Why not? Um, hockey wise, the Bruins are having an okay season, but they're not definitely but so still, if you're in Boston, like the New England area, you are reigning in on those champions right now. I am jealous of you guys. Give something to Canada, please. <laughs> yeah. Give us this um, please. Okay, yes. So um, during the Super Bowl, as you know, um, they play a lot of interesting ads and they premiere a lot of trailers and they had the new endgame trailer. Uh, tell us about it.
0: So the endgame trailer, nobody's calling it this, but I think we're. I'd like to call it the hashtag or quote unquote, not us trailer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, it previews everybody that we believe is still alive i was kind of you know excited to see um iron man uh robert downey jr or uh, tony stark putting on like grabbing onto his gloves and like uh, welding something and behind him was um uh, what's her name nebula Uh, oh yeah that's definitely showing that okay so nebula and tony stark are definitely together And all these different things, right? Like rockets there, and the entire like fleet of I guess who the remaining of the Avengers, and and Captain America gets his shield back. Does that mean that Captain America and Tony Stark's fallout, like, are like you know what? I'm sorry, we we had to fight this together. We have to be able to reverse this. There's a there's a way to reverse this, and um, you know what? I'm I'm excited for this movie. This this I think. I think, and this is this is my personal opinion, and judging from the comments on YouTube, people agree with me. This should be the last trailer. That's it. No more. I don't want any well, more.
1: Movie's coming out in April, right? Right. Yeah, this should be it then. This Why not? Be, like, like, no
0: more, no more. Like you know how um, um they Marvel released the teaser or the trailer one like last year, right? For for um Infinity War, they released a trailer one. They released. Um, what's it called? A Super Bowl marquee trailer, and mm. then they released like the final trailer. No more final trailer. This is more like honestly, this trailer was perfect because they just said, okay, they're gonna hear and they're they're here, they're alive and they're gonna fight. I like, think that's all I need. That's all I want to hear. Stop. No more. No more trailers. And even if they release a trailer, I'm not gonna watch anymore for sure. Yeah. By the way, it's still yeah. on loop. I'm on loop like maybe <laughs> 100 something or or more.
1: So yeah the dichotomy between us i've watched it once and and i'm just going to give you my very action to it um sure you know it looked interesting right like i like the fact that their trailers don't give away too much plot which is good because you don't want a player trailer to do that mm. all a trailer should do is just give you a flavor of the movie just saying like oh this is what this movie's gonna be right yeah. and you know what sense i got from this movie and it makes sense in what like the catastrophe to happen it felt like kind of like this post-apocalyptic movie i'm like oh that's an interesting feel like you know they're kind of in this dark world things are pretty dark right now um things look like very like they're just putting things together it's like pretty haphazard like they don't have the resources they're like all right we gotta work hard we're working the shadows basically we're getting all this stuff together we gotta fight Thanos we gotta do this thing we gotta no we gotta do this we have to get things back to the way they were um apparently as you were saying that theory before mm-hmm. um, but yeah but yeah it's like it felt like kind of post-apocalyptic feel and like i'm like oh that's kind of an interesting thing uh, maybe they can make it like an interesting feel hopefully like the whole movie is not like super serious the entire time and like super down on itself saying like oh man we've lost so many people i'm like come on have a little fun still but in terms of that i'm like oh that's an interesting feel like i'm gonna watch the movie um anyway you know we, we'll probably watch the movie together too yeah why not yeah. um yeah, But, like, like you know, why not watch a movie? And, um, because you kind of have to watch those movies at this point if you want to be relevant for any memes or like, pop culture information, like, it's so true. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I like the idea, just keep it for one trailer. I thought it was like, probably, I thought it was like interesting. I'm like, yeah, this looks better than what Aquaman probably would be. Because Aquaman, <sighs> have you watched Aquaman?
0: No, not yet, no
1: it's probably too late to watch in theaters but like still Aquaman was it was entertaining because it was so stupid um, it, it was one of those movies like you just laugh at it it was just it was so silly um, but yeah uh, this movie um, yeah I'm interested for and uh, we'll see how it goes uh, yeah it was a very short trailer too right it was only like a, it was it's like a 30 second. Second. yeah less than a minute but that that, that spot cost millions of dollars absolute yeah. millions of oh, dollars yeah, for, for sure yeah okay Okay. Uh, anything else to say about this
0: no i i honestly just want to get through that see that trailer i'm still watching it right now there's there might be a couple of things i have to pick up here and there but um no there's nothing else to that Uh, let's move on to the. Uh, if you're
1: looking if you're looking at tony stark's left finger you'll notice that he's cut his nails on his left finger and because of that it indicates that he's using the jewel of the ghoul a finger ring that emulates the power of the infinity gaunt wow I'm sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry it's just, it's just so lame people read into these trailers okay man I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying so uh,
0: so uh jewel of the ghoul is from monster high which is a, it's, okay, Raho. <laughs> it's, it's a girl's, like, it's a thing, like a brats type of thing. If you know that is. Monster High.
1: Um, uh, no? uh, camera turns to my room and just seems like a room covered with Monster High stuff. <laughs> I've never heard of it, CJ. Oh, I haven't no. heard, I have never heard of it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, how do you know about that, I sir? I just mm. it, Jewel of the Ghoul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and not, that's the only thing that came up.
1: <laughs> okay, it's confirmed. It's confirmed, people. Monster High will be making a crossover into this universe. Um, yeah. MCU get ex- and MHCU. Get hype! Get hyped, people. Get <laughs> hyped. Get hyped. Uh, okay, let's go to the okay. three-point play. Three point play. Um, okay. I'll ask
0: you this one, because you actually did talk about this earlier. Um, okay. During an interview about his potential landing spots next season, he said that <laughs> quote unquote he doesn't owe uh shoot I don't want to say the bad word and that's a primary, quote yeah it's a quote. quote it's a quote and that his primary focus is for the celtics to win is for the Celtics to win a championship this year. His statement is showing that he's definitely considering a move out of Boston and one
1: um I feel like um, Kyrie... Kyrie's got, like... He's an interesting dude. Like, he is, like... He's not, like, your quiet... Duncan. He's very... Um, When he started the season, he famously said, like, oh, I'm going to be staying in Boston. Um, There was a rough patch with Boston where they felt like... oh, Like, he was angry. He was like, oh, what's going on with this team? Um, And he said, like, oh, I don't owe him shit. Like, things like that. I felt like he was just saying that sort of stuff. They've had a nice win streak. They're third in the East right now. And I... He has to be happy with that. Um, if he goes back on his word of what he said to begin the season, that'd be... He, he would be, like, hated forever in Boston. He'll be seen as, like, a big trade, like, a huge traitor. Um, I don't think so. Because, like, again, he said, like, he reunited with LeBron. But you know what? I didn't read that as just saying, like, oh, they're going to match up and make a pair. I think it was just generally these two teammates that, you know, were friends. Who had like kind of like a falling out in terms of, you know, people leaving, things like that. It was like a rough patch. I think it was just generally like a sweet moment where these two guys who are, you know, who are friends saying, like, you know what, you know, we forgave each other, you know, we're, you know, we're back together sort of that idea. You know what? That's what I saw from it. I don't think he's going to leave the Celtics um, because the Celtics are still a quality team. It'll depend. You know, it's Celtics just absolutely tank and they lose in the first round this year. Maybe. I don't think that was, that's gonna be the case. So there is still time to tell. Um, but definitely compared to what was beginning the season where I felt Kyrie Irving was definitely gonna stay, it could be a bit more great, but in the end I think he's gonna stay. So this is uh, this is a brick basically. I, I I doubt that he will move out.
0: Okay, fair enough. I I I highly disagree. Um I think that this is showing signs of the Knicks signing him for, next year. it's scary, but it's a true. So end one. So this is an end one. It's an end one for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's like I said. The Knicks are playing the long game here, and they, you know, you you look at DeAndre Jordan, Zion Williamson, Kyrie Irving, maybe maybe even Kevin Durant. No, that's a super's team. That's a. They have money, team. and the, yes, they have team. money exactly, and it's, it's terrifying, because I think the way, um, Mark Cuban, which by the way, one of the most interesting, negotiators <laughs> of any, like, cause he's a businessman first before he's a basketball.
1: Um He loves his basketball. He loves
0: his basketball, but he's a businessman first. Come on, let's be honest here. Oh yeah. So he knows yeah. he knows the way around a good deal. So he'll be like, Oh yo, I'll make sure you get that money and everything. And not only that, you'll also get like you'll be able to pick up Zion Williams and everything. Now, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they did some sort of under the table thing. Um by that. I don't I know. Mean, no, by that I mean like what if what if they did this for the sake of? Okay, we'll get we'll space out your money. You pick up Zion Williamson. You pick up those three players, but you gotta give us Zion
1: Williamson. Imagine. Who knows? Who who knows? So, like that Zion Williamson matchup. You're playing. You're conspiracy CJ. I like it. Oh, I right. like it a lot. Yeah. Um, Kyrie to the next. Okay, I'm just trying to put myself in Kyrie Irving shoes
0: he's a new yorker by the way
1: is he a new yorker that changes things that okay that changes things uh well well, okay i knew he was born in australia but like yeah he moved to the u.s yeah
0: um
1: okay you want to live in new york cool new york's a cool city to live in if you're rich it's a great city to live in if you're rich um a lot of cool stuff in new york uh you grew up there great But what do the Knicks have to attract you, right? It's a lot of what ifs. They're saying, like, hey, we have all this money to sign a max free agent player. Now, if they kind of bring in, like, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving into the same room, saying, like, hey, we can both give you big money if you stay, and they're like, you know what, let's do that, then they'll, then yeah, that'll work. But there's no way you're going to bring in one guy saying, like, hey, Kyrie Irving, come here be irrelevant on the Knicks for a year. Because you can't... If Kyrie Irving goes to the Knicks and they don't get anyone else, they're still going to be a trash team. They're not going to get any. I'm um, sure they'll have like, a Zion williamson s player be it Baird or whatever, but they're still not going to be... They're still not going to be like contenders in the- They still need another star, and that's so critical. It's basically, if you don't get both, you're not going to get either. So we'll see. We'll see. The Knicks feel very confident in this. It's going to be very interesting especially with this date, Dave it be interesting um go ahead you think it's an and one fair enough but I I think it's a brick still in my opinion
0: okay
1: fair enough all right, um, all right. uh, I, I'll read you this one yeah, please, okay please. okay um so Melo got waived by um the championship bound bulls um beyond me really beyond me um and can potentially move to the lakers even after the trade deadline um he'll be a significant veteran player um that will definitely instill wisdom and actually make some impact on these young players and actually become a factor again in the nba and one
0: uh yes um mello will definitely be, be he will definitely bring Significance and wisdom and um, veteranship into the Lakers, but that's secondary to the actual conversation here. This was by far the biggest move that the Bulls has ever done since Michael Jordan. Let me let me me explain. Let me explain. Let me let me bring out my um, Stephen A. Smith here.
1: The way I see it. Oh my gosh. Do it, do it. I want the full. I want the full invitation. Let, 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 let me tell you. <laughs> skip, 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 skip. <laughs> the way I see it
0: is that the Bulls are currently, and I'm being realistic here, being genuine and being superfluous in everything. I don't know if I use the word superfluous there correctly. Um, <laughs> the Bulls are definitely chasing signed Williamson now. There are so many teams right now in the East that are going for that chase. You got the New York Knicks, you got the Cleveland uh Cavaliers, best team in the East, mind you. And you got the Chicago Bulls. Those three uh those three teams. Um there are some some talks about the Brooklyn Nets trying to trade out their their um um their their picks. Uh, future pick. so they're trying, for some reason they're like you know what let's just not think about the future let's trade out our picks for the next couple of years. Uh, this so, worked out so well last time, So what just to chase uh, Zion Williamson. Um, so the Bulls are actually front runners for Zion Williamson. It's them and the Cavs, right? So that well, is, uh, the
1: Knicks, the Knicks are actually at the bottom of the East, right?
0: They are bottom of the East, but they're. No, but my point being is that after the trade, I wouldn't be surprised oh. if it went up, right? So that's how I'm seeing it. Um, they're going to be definitely in full tank mode for sure. But uh-huh. the way I see this is that the Bulls are looking at it like this. We trade out one of the... Gre- we wave out one of the greatest players of our generation. Not the greatest player. One of the greatest players. That's Carmelo Anthony. Uh-huh. Now... Psychologically, the way you see it is that Williamson will look at his three potential uh, teams: Knicks, <laughs> Bulls, and um wow, I'm I forget. Oh, sorry, Knicks, Bulls, and Cavs. Okay, the Knicks have a great, solid lineup right now, and can definitely be a team to compete for next season for sure.
1: With this lineup? For
0: with the with the current lineup, with the after the trade and everything.
1: Sure, DSJ is interesting. Yeah. I, I think DSJ's got potential. Yeah.
0: Yeah. However, Zion Williamson being Zion Williamson, he wants to he wants to have a team that works around him, not him working around the team. So the Knicks are out of the picture. Now you look at mm. the Bulls and the Cavs, right? The way I see it is that do you want to be in the shadow of LeBron's legacy, or do you want to be mm. in the light? Of Jordan's legacy, I'd probably go with Jordan's legacy. So he's gonna go to the Bulls, and the Bulls are gonna pick him up, and they're gonna build a team around him. Now, they're gonna be. This is gonna be the greatest pickup since Michael Jordan, like I said earlier.
1: And mm. um, I how would about Derrick Rose, I buddy?
0: Hear me out. I would not be surprised if they start building around Zion. Um, who are the big? Um, free agent sex season
1: uh, you got KD clay uh, Kyrie um
0: you're talking about one per you're, you're missing out one person that I think will fit perfectly for the bulls right now
1: give me a second come on give me a conference West. I'm sorry, I'm drawing blanks here, go for it
0: Draymond Green
1: Draymond, oh,
0: Draymond's a free oh, Is he? Yeah, Draymond's a free agent next season Oh, I don't know that He's a, yeah, I, I keep, telling, I keep oh. telling people I keep, ta- I, keep, I keep asking people Would you rather keep KD and lose Draymond and Clay, Or would you keep that that solid 3 I say keep the solid 3 Now, if the Warriors don't go For, for um, Draymond, considering his values Kind of dipping right now he would definitely be a great pickup for the Bulls. Now you pick up Zion Williamson. You pick up Draymond Green. So that's mm. that's basically Jordan and Rodman right there. We need <laughs> we need <laughs> we need our Scottie Pippen. Who's the most in my opinion, one of the more prolific players in the NBA that that plays like Scotty?
1: Uh Jimmy Butler. No.
0: Jimmy Butler doesn't <laughs> have any Leonard. defense.
1: Uh, sure. Jimmy Butler's got the defense. No. What are you saying, bruh?
0: Uh, don't don't talk to me about this, Jay man. Jimmy Butler Jay... is a no, um, Kawhi. No, if you're
1: looking for two um, okay, way for guy, I'm okay. Go for it,
0: but but Scotty was
1: more defense than offense. Dennis Rodman blank comment right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, explain that to me. Actually, I don't know what's going on. Explain it to me after, so go on.
0: Rudy Gobert, man, he's a free he, he's a free agent next season. Is he? Yeah, I think so. If not next season, if not, sorry, if not next season, the the season after. He hasn't signed because market.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, I think he there. wants to, but uh, okay, Markkanen will stay. He's he their power forward. Yeah. Uh, you think Chris Dunn's a point guard for the future?
0: No. I think no? Zach Levine okay. would need to change his play style to be more of a point than a, than a shooter.
1: I think Zach Levine's got a lot more potential to yeah. score, too. I think Zach Levine can actually go next. Yeah. I think he'd be. Um, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Who, who's in it? The- Here's
1: the thing Never forget the Suns and the Grizzlies, who are also trying to tank. Not as badly as these other teams. But the Grizzlies are trying to tank. And you know what? Low-key tank target right now, the Pelicans. Remember when I said the Pelicans were going to be good this year? Oh, shame on you, Rahul, for believing in the Pelicans. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> um, I think the Pelicans with Anthony Davis this issue, why not go for the full tank and see if you can grab on good so far?
0: Yeah. No, I, yeah. you know
1: what you know what I say you You know what I say go on the full tank and grab as many draft picks as you can and just go this like um this draft or something like that I don't know Um, the Suns are gonna get someone good the Suns will definitely oh, yeah. get someone good it's interesting the Suns
0: have like three other
1: rookies Josh Jackson uh, DeAndre Ayton Devin Booker this is ridiculous Devin
0: Booker's not a rookie though but no no. Yeah,
1: okay but you know like a young player young, young.
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure.
1: Um couldn't be a good draft, I will
0: it is. It's gonna be a good
1: draft. It'll be very interesting. Um yes, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, I I didn't get I didn't get my opinion on this. Sorry. Um can not moved to Lakers. We moved away from (laughs) um that was I (laughs) I know, I'll be really quick. Um Brick, I think Melo is finished in this league. He's done. I'm sorry, Melo. I don't think he's the type of player to like you know instill that wiseness to other people. He's, uh, he's got a rough road. I think Melo should just take it easy and relax for the rest of his life. Um, my opinion. Okay, next one.
0: Okay, next one. LeBron's camp wants to fire Luke Walton. Surprise, surprise. Despite him being away from the team for the past several games. By him, I mean LeBron. This is LeBron's team. And the Lakers need to run with LeBron's ways, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, and one?
1: Or um... <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a brick. I hate when I hate when teams kind of do this. Like I, I, I feel like I'm a real humanist, and like I feel bad for Luke Walton hearing these rumors because the man just got his job. You know, he's trying to do his best, and LeBron James comes, and that's just, it's a tough thing to deal with for sure. And hearing this, like he wants to get fired, and you know the way Magic Johnson is, he wants to keep LeBron happy. And you, to be honest, if this is the case, Luke Walton probably will get fired. But here's the thing. Who are they really gonna hire? Like, who's who's gonna be great? I, I don't know. Maybe Toby. Maybe we'll hire Tony. I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like, um, it it was such a, it's such a negative thing to do and like in the end LeBron doesn't really need a coach he just does his own thing like I said the best coach he's ever had was Spolstra and Spolstra is a good coach but he's not like you know a next level coach they're not going to get anyone really special mm. um if he disagrees with Luke Walton, yeah, but in that point, he just wants a guy that will just basically agree to whatever he does. So maybe Tyron Lue will come over. I don't know. I, I'm going to say it's a brick because I just don't like the idea of them just sending out this information.
0: Yes. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Um, LeBron shouldn't. As much as I, I don't want Luke Walton to be fired, why is it so hard for the NBA to just say, okay, LeBron, whatever. Dear thing, you're, you're you're our most amazing ambassador to date, right? You're changing the game in ways that, uh, I, I get it, Curry changed the game, but LeBron's changing the game since he played, since he started playing. Curry just started changing the game now, recently, right? LeBron's been changing it since he got drafted. Um, the way I see it, why can't the NBA just grant him player-coach rights? Like I don't understand why that's so hard. Like it's it's been done. Bill Russell did it. He won nine championships. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why maybe they don't maybe. Want to happen again. You, know, you, you you get one of the you get the greatest mind in 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 my honest opinion, the greatest mind in basketball history. Um like one of the greatest players, like to so player wise I think Jordan is still the greatest. IQ wise not so much because he had to play with Phil Jackson to succeed um,
1: yes that, that is true that is the thing that after Phil Jackson came on that's when they really started like exactly. pumping it out yeah and
0: Kobe Kobe is a great basketball mind one of the great and the way I see Kobe is that he's such a great defensive mind but he wasn't a great defensive player like man watch, no, no watch his watch his um, inside like he has like a documentary series on ESPN where he he breaks down film. It's so interesting and I love watching it because I get to actually pick up oh you watch like if you watch Dennis, Rod- Dennis Rodman watch how he covers literally 75% of of um the three point or sorry of of the paint with ease. And that's just because of his pure athleticism but also of his basketball IQ knowing like understanding the tendencies of each player even before playing the game. And that's the kind of like basketball IQ that he has. Mm. Um, but Kobe would be more of um more of a like knowing the game. And then you got LeBron James, which by the way has um uh, photographic memory, I think. Uh
1: eidetic, yeah, uh, photographic, eidetic, yeah. Eidetic, yeah.
0: Eidetic, memory whatever. Um so he's he is a mastermind of of anything. You give him a book. I'm sure he'll remember it. That's the cool thing about it. He's actually smart. If he didn't get into the NBA, he would probably be some sort of genius. Um, actually, no, he is a genius. What am I saying? So, yeah, you put him. You put him. Um, you you give him a clipboard, man. It's scary. Yeah. No. You know, So
1: he knows this game. He knows, he, he, he knows, knows this game. Yeah. Um. Sorry, this is so random. I was just thinking this. I'm like. Oh, man, I just remembered. The Denver Nuggets have Michael Porter Jr. If they're really interested in Anthony Davis, maybe they trade away Michael Porter Jr.
0: Oh, really?
1: Nuggets, yeah. If they're interested in a trade, because Michael Porter Jr., um he could play this season. And um, to be honest, the Nuggets have nothing to lose bringing him in, to be honest, because he's just, he's just more talent.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, man, I forgot about him. Wait,
1: Here's the thing. Wait. Michael wait. Porter Jr., yeah. He is Nuggets player. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But the thing with Michael Porter Jr. is like before his injury issues, he was basically projected as number one in that draft, which tells you something.
0: Oh, I see.
1: I see. It's, that's interesting. It was just something I thought. But yeah. um, No, interesting thoughts. Interesting thoughts. So yeah. I, LeBron is basically a player. I would love to see the player coaching is like, why not LeBron bring it back? Why not, man? Um, Maybe even like when he's a bit older, but yeah. Fair enough. That's interesting to say, uh, the least. Okay.
0: Wait, why not now?
1: Why I get- If Luke Walton gets fired, I'll entertain the idea. Okay. But um, I I felt like LeBron has basically been a player coach for a long time. He's just had like substitute people, like Tyron Lue. I don't think he did too much um i think he just did whatever lebron kind of wanted to do i don't know uh, whatever but like i felt like he was just kind of like lebron just needs a guy to just say like yeah okay lebron let's do that instead or something like that
0: okay okay so okay. let me let me give us a quick read apparently the 19 prohibited yeah and uh so after the salary cap was instituted in the 84 85 season then. The NBA has prohibited teams from employing a player coach.
1: You know oh, I, I told you about this because it's like a trick where you can basically save money. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, so the way they see it is that like, okay, if we have a player coach, we can probably pick up a couple more players and all. Or they would save money. Sorry, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting is that they they did this in the '84 '85 season. That's really interesting. You know why that's interesting?
1: Why is that interesting? Brown was born in 1984. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> of course he was. You know what's, David you know Stern. Was... <laughs> David Stern saw his birth from Adam Silver's bald <laughs> forehead and saw, oh, we must change the rules for you this know, one. Also,
0: don't forget, don't forget, the 94, 1984 season was also when Jordan was drafted. Wow. 14 million chances, baby. <laughs>
1: My gosh, David
0: Stern is Dr. Stern, Dr. Stern, <laughs> Dr. Stern age.
1: I don't know, and basically, Adam Silver is one of the Infinity Stones, just his little head. <laughs> I'm done, done, finished. Done. Let us move done. on to uh, game adventures, game. game,
0: endgame.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just Adam Silver.
0: <laughs> Adam Silver <is> Thanos.
1: <laughs> oh god, he takes off a mask or something like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, no. Starring as the new, starring as the new Iron Man, we have Adam Silver. Um, games to watch. <laughs> games oh to man, watch. The he, <laughs> gonna be a
0: good he's, game.
1: He's finished. He's finished right now. Spurs vs Warriors. Come on, Spurs. Let's do this. Uh, Lakers vs Celtics. Hey, remember two thousand eight, two thousand nine? We do. <laughs> Warriors versus Suns for some reasons. Why did you put that there? Yo, the Suns are gonna win, bro. <laughs> you hear it or hear it first, folks. The Phoenix Suns.
0: That's my upset of the week. You have your, it's your own upset. upset right? it's the
1: upset of the century, if it happens. <laughs> um. Okay, my upset of the week. Um, Nets will beat the Bucks. You heard it here, folks, from, from okay. right? uh, Post Charmone. <laughs> okay.
0: My upset of the week, that, not being serious, it's like, wouldn't it be amazing if the Suns just went on the tear against
1: the Warriors? And, I'm sorry. Wouldn't, That'd be like, funny. It'd, it'd be one of the most unlikely things, but why not, right? Yeah. Why not? Oh, I'm sorry. That
0: was
1: he had a good laugh. People, folks, laughing's healthy for you. DJ DJ just literally burned maybe at least a solid like 20 calories right there on that good, like, you know, it was a good belly laugh, right? <laughs> he has a six pack now because of that <laughs> laugh. <laughs> so you Man, keep laughing.
0: six pack. <laughs> <coughs> oh, okay. Okay.
1: okay. Okay. I think, I think, I think that wraps it up. But right now, um, yeah, I'm post your own, signing off.
0: And this is a uh, DJ CJ sign off reminding you that 1984, um, was the year that LeBron James got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, people.